In Parsha Shemais, first lesson is the Pasuk says, V'hini anar boicha. The nar was crying. So most of Arshim, the Pasha Pshat, is that Moshe was crying. Basya saw that Moshe was crying. Some of Arshim teach the word nar is not Moshe. Aharon was crying. V'hine hanar boicha. Basya noticed Aharon watching from a distance what was going on with Moshe. Didn't know what was going to happen to him. Saw him by the river and then being pulled out by Basia. Didn't know what Basia would do with him. And Vinyanar Baicha, Aharon, Nar, he was a little bit older. He was crying on the tzara of Moshe, of his brother. And Basia noticed this. How, and he assumed that it was Mialdiga Ivrimze. Basia realized that if you have a brother crying over the tzara of another brother, they're definitely Ivrim, they're definitely Yidin. They're Rachmanim. She knew that. That's one lesson from this week's parsha. Another one I saw from Tavl and Taira brought down from the Kubalim that Basia was a Gilgal, at least had a spark of the Neshama of Chava. And her deeds were Mesakin. Chava's hate. Chava, by taking from the Eitzadas, caused the exile out of Ganeden, caused the Gezeris of, 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 of Tircha, of extra Amelis, of Golos, and so on. And Basparoi, who had a Nitzitz from Chava, gave life to Moshe, caused, who ultimately saved Klal Yisrael from Avdus, reaching to Kabbalah Satayra, Tairus Chaim Chaim, that Tairus Hamachaim, it was given to Klal Yisrael. And by Basia, who was the Nitzitz of Chava, saving Moshe, that's how, through that, there was a Tikkun of Chava, of the Chet Eitz That's another lesson in this week's Parsha. A third lesson in this week's Parsha, an extremely powerful one, is by Moshe, it says he saw the, the, the Mitri was hitting the Ivri, and Vayar, and even Kai he looked around, Vayar Kienish, and he saw that there was no one around, Vayachas a Mitri, and he hit the Mitri. So the Nitziv has a one liner here, the Hemek Dover, beautiful line, and it's a tremendous Yesoid in life. He looked around, and it says, Bemokim Sham Ish. There was no other person there. So he was Mishtadl to be that person to save this Yid. He saw no one was doing the job. So he was called to task to do that job. There's a famous um, story about a tremendous uh, tzaddik um, that had an unconventional way of doing things. And many, even from, you know, peers and so on and so forth, didn't understand what and why and when this, this tzaddik was doing what he was doing. And they asked him about it. And he quoted this pasik. He says, Look here, look there, see if anyone else is doing for Klai Yisrael these particular things that need to be done. 
by Yarkianish, and no one was doing it. So you have no choice. Hashem put you in that matzah, you see it, but Mokim She'en Sham Ish, when there's no one else that's there to do it, Hishtadl Liyas Ish. So you have to be that Ish. And this concept is a well-known concept. You have this Yisoyed in Chazal where it says, Mokim Hinichu Bay Like they asked Bachiskia, he was the one who destroyed the copper snake that Moshe fashioned. And the truth is, it wasn't just then where it turned sort of into Avodah was going on for a little while already. But um, Chizkiah was the one who seized on that opportunity. He saw that there was a Peretza there, and he took action. And sometimes you have to follow that calling of what Hashem wants for you that moment, that even if no one there seems to be doing that, and you go ahead and do it. So that's another lesson in this week's Parsha. A fourth lesson in this week's Parsha, I saw in the Tam Vedas by Ramosha Sternberg, and he brings down from Rashi that Eila Shemais, that he count them like stars, they're compared to stars. He explains what's the connection to stars. So he explains every star, we may not know what the exact purpose is, but every star has a distinct purpose. So too, every Jew has a distinct perfect, perf, uh, purpose, a tafkid. Just like their names are different, their roles are different, their tafkid is different. By the way, it applies even if people have the same names, but the way their names are configured with the Isis and the levels of whatever's in their Isis, we don't understand these things. But every Yid has a different tafkid. You have two people with the same name, Shimon, as an example but they both are very different from one another and have a different tafkin. And Hashem counts every star to show its chashivas of its tafkid. So too he counts every single Jew to show the beauty and preciousness of each neshama by fulfilling their tafkid, their goal that God has for them. The Drash Moshe, Ramosha adds a little bit of a knech there, a little bit of an emphasis I look at it inside, but it's sort of hinting to the fact that um, we have free will, but it's very important for us to realize, let's give up our free will and let's do the Ratz and Hashem. That's also free will, by the way, asking Hashem to remove that free will uh, to do bad so that we could do your Ratzin. And stars have that. They don't have Bechira. According to the Ramban, though, they have intelligence. And they have awareness, but they don't have Bechira. They serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu without any Yetzirah in them. We have a Yetzirah, and thus we have Bechira, but we're asking, to, and, and we have that ability to choose if we want to, to be like those Kaychavim and serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu and do his Ratzain and ignore whatever Yetzirah that there may be there. That's another lesson in this week's Parsha. And to try to do the Ratzon HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that is a very important yesayid. We said last year, I'm just going to repeat it, it's very important. It's uh, that basically that um, wherever you are is Admas Kodesh. Wherever you are, that's where your Admas Kodesh is. Take your shoes off because the place where you are is holy. And it's a lesson, I think the Chavetz Chaim says it, that we need to realize that. That every place we are and where we're sent 
is where HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to be. Another lesson in this week's parsha: Yoytze Yerech Yaakov. Yerech is a remez to the bris, the Kedusha of bris. Tachas Yerechi, where Avram made him, Eliezer swear, he made him swear on the Mokamila, which is Kedusha Sabris. And the hint over here of Yoytze Yerech Yaakov is to say that that is what kept that Koyach of the Kedusha bris of staying pure and removed far, far, far from Arias. And that itself was the kiyam of Klal Yisrael through all the, through all the, through the, all the years of Golos. That's another lesson in this week's Parsha. Another lesson in this week's Parsha, this is from the Rabbi Eliezer Feigo, who was the one who wrote the Bina Le'itim, and it says, he says like this, that Moshe, basically he saw a Mitzri hit an Ivri. He looked around. So Pashup shot as he looked around and there was no one there and he killed the Mitzri. He touches more Alpidrosh and he's saying that he looked around to see if other Jews would do something about it. But they were passive. No other Jew helped tried to help this Jew as that was being beaten. Vayarki ain't means that he saw that there was no man to defend this person who was being beaten. No one was defending him. So he took the initiative and killed the Mitzri. But he was Malamitzchus. He said, you know something? Maybe Klai Yisrael, they're very um, modest, they're humble, they don't like getting into arguments, they don't like getting into confrontations. They're softer people. So you can't blame them. Yeah, they saw a Mitzri hit uh, every. Maybe they realized they couldn't do anything about it or they felt they couldn't do anything about it. And, um, and they, uh, it was just too much to bear to watch this. And so they, 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 they retreated in their shells. See, so it was Malamitzchus on them. But what happened was, afterwards, he saw two Jews fighting and about to hit each other. So there is argument, argumentation here. They do fight when they need to fight. So there's certain, quote-unquote, hypocrisy here. When they, uh, someone needs help, they retreat. But they don't retreat when they're fighting. And that's what it means, he saw that flaw, which was a problem. This week's Parsha is also a symbol to understand also that and we don't understand why this works, but very often it happens like this, where sometimes right before Yeshua it gets a little darker. Sort of like at the end of a night, the darkest part of the night is when the rays of, when the Yeshua starts beginning to sprout. And here what happened was, Hashem promised uh, Moshe it's going to get better, and it got worse before it got better, and they had tightness on him. But the truth is, Moshe Rabbeinu, as a man of Yisrael, said, Loma hari yaisa la'amaza. Why, did you, why are you doing evil to this people? He complained to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now there's a tupshatim on this. Some say that he got punished for saying that because uh, he lost his kah- the kahuna that he was supposed to have, which is hinted there. Some say he did not get a punishment whatsoever. Whichever way you learn, 
you see that in the next week's parsha, the era that he 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 uh, appeared to the avos, and there was a little bit muster whether he got punished or didn't get punished. Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave him a little muster. You see, the avos didn't question me, and you're questioning me. So there was a little muster there, regardless. But what we need to know to be malamitzchas amayish rabbeinu is to realize that that's exactly what a manig Yisrael is supposed to do, whether he gets the Einish or not gets the Einish. You see, the Avais, they were Yechidim. They were Yechidim. Av- Avram Taka went through Tenis Yainis, and Yitzhak went through his tests, They and they followed HaKadosh Baruch Hu faithfully. Yaakov had a lot of Tzaras in his life, and he followed HaKadosh Baruch Hu faithfully. But the difference was, is there they were dealing with their own private lives, or the lives of their own private mishpacha, as individuals. By Moshe Rabbeinu, was not that case. He was not complaining about his own life. There was already a whole Am Yisrael here. He felt that Tsar. He felt Vayarbis of Loisam. He felt the nature. He felt that Ahava, that responsibility to Klal Yisrael. That is Amana Yisrael. To be moist and nefesh like that, that is, an, that, that, is, that is what a man of Yisrael is. You have all these stories, even the ones that, there were different types of tzaddikim. You had the, the, the Badichava that was Malamit Tzchustan Kla Yisrael to the nth degree. Then you had other tzaddikim that at least when they were talking to the Am, when they were giving drushes to the public, they sometimes were harsh. You're not keeping the Ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You, 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 you have to strengthen Shabbos. And, you know, and sometimes they spoke pretty harshly. But as all these Sipurei Tzadikim show, and when people visualize it, when they, were, when they were able to be caught in a moment where they didn't realize people were looking, and they turned to the Rabbani Shlilam, and they were mispalt HaKadosh Baruch Hu to help Klal Yisrael, their tune changed completely. What do you want from Klai Yisrael? Have Rachmanas on them. They don't know better. They're going through such bitter gullus. It's not their fault that they're talking shul. They, 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 they you know, whatever. They, they try to be malamitzchus. So to them, they were sharp. Don't talk in shul. What's wrong with you? And sometimes fire and brimstone even. But to Rabbi Shlailam, please forgive them. Please have Rachmanas on them. Always being malamitzchus. That's what a manig Yisrael is. Hakadosh Baruch Hu doesn't need a defense attorney for himself. He wants us to be the defenders of Klal Yisrael. He wants a manig Yisrael to be a defender for Klal Yisrael. So even if there is sometimes an appropriate um, necessity of being Mechiach in a certain whichever way that you have a Chiyot Mechiach, a Peretzah. There's a Peretzah in Klai Yisrael has to be brought up. Sometimes one needs to bring these things up. That's Klape you to the Am Yisrael. Or to get the Kehillah, or, or, or to privately to people. They shouldn't get in Belish Yisrael of Chet, whatever these halachas describe to do it. But then you turn to the Rabbeinu Shleilam, and you Malamitz Chosan Klai Yisrael. They didn't know what they were doing. Please put in their hearts to do tshuva. Their b'nei Avram Yitzchak v'yakiv harachmonis on them. That's what Hashem loves about 
true Manhige Yisrael that always defends Kla Yisrael for the nth degree. And we have to realize that as we learn the Lamei Reyaisa, whether he got the Einish, whether he didn't get an Einish, whether he got that Musa from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that he wasn't like the Ovis. The bottom line was, though, Moshe Rabbeinu, to be Moshe Rabbeinu, this is what Moshe Rabbeinu is, the Lama Hara the one that said later, Mechenina, erase me. And again and again was Moshe Nefesh for Klai Yisrael. That's a Manik Yisrael. Have a wonderful Shabbos.